Hello everybody, this is Ethan and welcome back to another episode of Chitter Chatter. This is episode number 99 and Manchester United, for the first time in three years since 2018, are in a final of a competition. Amazing. <laughs> uh, the first final under Oligon Asocia, our last final... Um, we lost against uh Chelsea in the FA Cup in uh, 2018. I believe it was on the day, the same day that um Meghan Markle and um Prince Harry got married. Um, and we lost that game. Um, the final before that, we were in the Europa League final. Uh, and we won that. So last trophy we won uh, was the Europa League final under Jose Mourinho, and we are in the Europa League final again. Um, obviously, uh, we, we, we lost out, uh, last season, um, through Sevilla, it went on to be a champions, but we knocked out Roma, uh, 8-5, uh, on aggregate, uh, United did look quite shaky last night, but I'll get to that in a second, and, uh, Arsenal, big, big, big night for Arsenal last night, getting knocked out. By Villarreal. Big night for Arsenal for all the wrong reasons. They got knocked out by Villarreal. They needed to score a goal at the Emirates against the Spanish club. Uh, and they couldn't. Uh, it was 0-0. And Villarreal went through on aggregate. And that is who we will be facing in the Europa League final. Um, and I, I'm saying the Europa League final. Final. I, I wonder. I, I, I always forget um, where it actually is, but it's in Gdansk. Yeah, Gdansk. Um, anyway, so United are going to Gdansk to face uh, Villarreal in the uh, Europa League final on twenty the twenty sixth of May. Uh, and as I said, United they looked uh, a bit shaky last night. Um, and I wouldn't say straight from the off. I would say kind of when um, Alex Tellers and Brandon Williams um, came on. Now, I'm not saying it's their fault directly, but uh, the more we got into the game, the more shaky we uh, we, we looked. Um, Oli starting quite a strong squad. Even though we were four goals ahead, I still expected Oli to start a strong, uh, strong uh, squad because that's just the type of manager he is. He wasn't taking any chances. And, you know, I, I respect that. I respect that. Um, went with uh, De Gea, Wamsaka, Eric Bayer, Maguire, Shaw, uh, Donovan de Beek, Fred, Greenwood, Fernandez, Pogba and Edson Cavani. And... You know, Ed Edison Cavani, he really just came through for us. Uh, 39th minute and 68th minute goal. Um, as opposed to Roma's three goals. United did lose the game. We lost the game 3-2. Um, but all that matters is that we're, we are through 5-8 on aggregate. And, yeah, it, like, I'll, I, I'll admit, I'll admit, I was I was actually quite worried when Roma got the two goals because I was like, uh, you know, I was kind of like, oh, this I like in the back of my head, I knew it weren't going to happen, but 
obviously when when like you fire ahead and the the team behind Nagrant gets start scoring goals and then you think oh no they're creeping up they're creeping up but as I said United they scored two um and just yeah ended any chance of a comeback and I never thought there'd be a comeback but I still felt concerned let's just say um but yeah uh, as i said el matador coming through um for for united um first goal by cavani was a, a nice through ball uh by fred um Cavani missed a shot like this uh, earlier on. It was from a few yards out and just smashed it straight at the goalkeeper. But he smashed the ball again, but straight past the goalkeeper this time. Very nice finish from him. Uh, 68th minute, um, Fernandez just lobbed a really, really nice ball over and Edson Cavani got his header to it. People making um, a, a reference uh, to a uh, certain Wayne Rooney goal, uh, um, and I actually watched. I watched it on Twitter, and it was sad by sad. And the you know, obviously, except the players themselves, the difference was unparalleled. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, and then, Jeco and Cristante both scored for Roma, and Alex Tellez scored no goal. Uh, I, I do want to. Say a massive, massive appreciation to David De Gea. Because if it weren't for David De Gea, with the chances Roma had, we could have we could have nearly been knocked out of this competition. And I'm looking on these ratings, and De Gea received a six point two for some reason, even though he was absolutely fantastic. David De Gea, fantastic. Now, admittedly, a lot of the saves, I don't think even David De Gea knew about. Because they were both from... Because they were, like, a lot of them were from so close in. And a lot of the saves, David De Gea just had to be in the right place at the right time. But he didn't know anything about it. The ball kind of just ricocheted off him. Um, but still, you know, he was absolutely incredible. Um... Obviously, Cavani, just absolutely incredible as well. Uh, he, he got a booking um, and he was taken off. And I think maybe some fans could have been annoyed by that because it was like, oh, you know, keep Cavani on so we can keep scoring more goals and he brought Rashford on. And I, I was kind of wondering why he brought Rashford on when, you know, you should be resting players and you had, like, Ahmad on the bench, um, you know, f- for example. But anyway... As I didn't necessarily disagree with the Edison Cavani substitution because he had been booked, and obviously if he had got another one, he got a red and he'd be suspended for the final. And you know Edison Cavani being just really really on form right now, we can't have him suspended for that final. So I I am actually glad that Ollie um, brought him off. Uh, you know, I usually do give Ollie stick for his substitutions. That is the the one thing that I really don't like about his managing. But I think he made the right decision bringing Nelson Cavani off. I do. Um, 
We'll go through the ratings anyway, you know, Dea with a 6.2, but don't know why. Wabasaka 5.9, Baye 5.9, Maguire 6.5, Shaw 6.4, Fred with a 7.1, Van der Beek with a 6.3, Green with a 6.1, Fernandez 7.7, Pogba 6.3, Edison Cavani with an 8.9. Uh, them ratings by a uh, foot mob, uh, and this time I, I, I disagree. I disagree with a lot of them. Um, Fred was really interesting in that game because... One of the goals was basically his fault. He he uh, he didn't clear it. He got robbed, and it was kind of like took a touch and just had a shot, and it went in. Um, was that a Jekyll's goal or Cristante's goal? I'm not. I'm not too sure. Uh, can't remember. But you know, it it was it was disappointing from Fred. Uh, that 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 happened a lot with United that game. We just didn't seem to want to clear the ball. And I, I don't know why. I, I, you know, it was ridiculous. Because, I mean, I think a lot of the players were quite, like, you know, relaxed. I mean, um, which, you know, I don't blame them for. But you still have to be on alert. Like, I, I remember um, near enough to the start of the game. Luke Shaw didn't know where he was, you know, he was just running onto the ball and suddenly a run play came up behind him and just took the ball off him. And Luke, Luke Shaw was metres and metres in front of him. So, I, I, I don't know, you know, even in these games when you are far ahead, you need to still keep alert. Um, But, yeah, I mean... Matic and Rashford uh, came on later in the game, and at the 46th minute, uh, well, at, at, at half time, I should say, Alex Hells and Brandon Williams came on. Um, not very good performances by them. Alex Tellers, especially, um, scoring that own goal. Um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't, wasn't too impressed by them, but. Then again, it might just be, you know, a, a, a bad match. And um, luckily for them, it wasn't an important match. Well, I mean, it was important in a sense, but it wasn't in the sense of that it was a semi-final where we were at real risk of going out because we weren't. We, were, we went into this game four goals ahead. But I think, obviously, if it was a game of this, like, um, a game of this importance where we didn't have the um, that four goal advantage we didn't have the luxury of having that much of an advantage and we went into this maybe like say one goal ahead or on level then I think you know obviously obviously people wouldn't be happy but and don't get me wrong I still think people are unhappy uh, with their performances but Maybe not as much as they would be in an important game, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't want to give too much prediction on United uh, versus Villarreal because I don't know that much about Villarreal, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, I know Unai Emery uh, manages them. Uh, former Arsenal manager who knocked out his former team um, last time. Um, they are sixth in La Liga. They've played 34 games. They've won 13, they've drawn 13, and they've lost eight. 
so I mean, I would like to say United will win. I think United may win, but I don't know. You just you, you just never know. Like I think is is it like the first European final? I think I saw I saw this uh, this stat actually after the game and um, it said United and Villarreal have played five times. The last four, uh, the last matches being in I think the two thousand eight season. The last four matches against them have all ended in nil nil draws. So I think uh, hopefully the Europa League final will be um, will be more. Exciting than than a nil nil draw, because if it goes to penalties, my lord, I don't think I don't I don't think I'd be able to take it. Flip here, I think I, I think I'd probably have to step out the room. I mean, I wouldn't, but you know, it's just um, that 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 would be mad. Um, but look, I'll be doing a um, I'll be doing a Europa League final preview anyway. So I'm not gonna give too much away at this point. Uh, I'm saying give too much away, like, you know, um, like, I have something special planned, I don't, but, um, I just mean, don't give too much away so we can see how Villarreal, um, fur in the next few matches, and how Manchester United fur in the next few matches, and have you heard this schedule? It's absolutely crazy. So we have Aston Villa, Sunday, 9th of May. Uh, five past two kickoff, basically two o'clock kickoff. Two days later on Tuesday, eleventh of May, we have Manchester United versus Leicester, and then two days after that is the rearranged Manchester United versus Liverpool match. I mean, flipping heck! Like what? Ninth, one, two, three. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like that is absolutely ridiculous. Like I, I don't even know if I'm like calculating this right. Like ninth of May, that's one match. Two days later, eleventh of May, another match, and then two days after that. That how ridiculous is that? That is three matches in. Five days. That is unheard of. That is absolutely mental. And that, uh, do you know what? And and that's going up to the final day of the season. Because Sunday 9th of May, Tuesday 11th of May, Thursday 13th, and then Tuesday again is United versus Fulham four-day break, which is good, and then a few other days break, and then Sunday, Wolves versus United, final day of the season at four o'clock, where, when every Premier League team will be playing. And do, do you know what? Thank goodness we aren't at risk of... Um, well, I'm saying we aren't at risk of losing top four. I don't know if that's... Uh, I don't know if, if that is true, but... I think you know we are we are pretty yeah I don't I don't think we are definitely I mean mathematically I mean but I think we are pretty much uh safe but my my point being is thank goodness we aren't in like a race in like fifth or sixth challenging for the top four if we had these these three games in five days do you know what I mean thank goodness we're not in in a very important position I mean. 
City's pretty much already won the title. But, you know, do you know what I mean? It, it, don't even know what to think about it. And uh, do you know what? I'm saying this, and uh, Newcastle are currently beating Leicester. So Newcastle are actually doing a solid one. Uh, leading 2-0 at half time, which is fantastic for United. Um, but yeah, just even so, that is absolutely crazy. But anyway, I'm going to leave that here. Uh, leave this episode here. Uh, next episode will be the 100th episode of Chitter Chatter. Uh, which is mad. Um, and I will see you then. So, as always, thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a great evening, great afternoon, great morning, great day, great night, or wherever you are in the world listening to this episode of Chitter Chat. Once again, thank you very much for listening. Keep safe, as always, and goodbye.